Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Hot off the press, The Pinball Show, giving you the news and the laughs in pinball this week. Today on episode 64, Dennis and I discuss two new mint pieces introduced into my collection. The afterthought that is Father's Day, Trapping the Holes, GNR Topper, Mandalorian Production and Shipping Schedule, The Topper King's AIQ Brain Fart, Hot Mando Takes and First Impressions, Dwight Sullivan's new moniker and another theme song, Bill Burr, Dwight Being Such a Delt, Inside Info on CGC Accessories, a new number one in competitive pinball and consequently a new nickname. Pin clashing, 24 karat gold toppers, pinball market trends, phony pinball scam sites, deals of the what the bruh, the upcoming apparel collection, and much more. Oh, and Mr. Hypocrisy, ban me all you want. Hide behind your paywall. If you can't take the heat, then stay out of the podcast kitchen. Let's go! Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. It's Pinball with personality. Ladies and gentlemen, the boys are back in town. It's episode 64 of the Pinball Show. We are your host, Zach Minnie, alongside Dennis Creasel. Dennis? How are you today? I'm doing okay. Where we got a lot to cover. We got we got all we got the JJP. Oh, we got the, the Stern P. Yeah, we got the, the CZCGP. I had some extra C's. The Chicago Continuous Countdown for Games Company. You know, I think a lot of people, Dennis, liked our last episode, episode 63, two weeks ago, with all the Ash Android references. I think people. People really took a liking to my rendition of Alien and Aliens. The, the, I've loaded up the script and I'm reading the quotes rendition. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're like, uh, you're, you're like, uh, Marlon Brando when he didn't want to learn his lines. I'm just reading off cards. Am I pinballs Brando? Yeah. Mm. That's a dangerous, that's a dangerous that is thing a to very, respond to. It is. Uh, that barely puts you up on a pedestal, but also, a, but also a, quite a height to fall from, too. Yeah, very much so. People did like our auto-tune edition of Market Trends. Did you get a kick out of that? Not really, but I knew people would lap that up, the yeah, common okay. folk that they are. I will say that I was wrong. You were correct that T-Pain can, he, he can do better than sing. He can sing. Like, T-Pain can sing. He was mm-hmm. good. Yeah, the autotune's just a part of it, like the shtick for his performances. Mm-hmm. So I'll put him in the share category. Now, this last week, listener, I took a trip up to Chicago, did a pin run, toot toot, with my dear partner and wife Nicole. We uh, a flipping out pinball. A flipping out pinball. Yes, right. I like her little bike desk. <laughs> she cracked me up. I didn't even know that was coming. Uh, walked upstairs, listener, and my wife was doing some flipping out paperwork. But she was sitting on a weird desk uh, because it had like a, the pedals. And it was a bike, but it was a desk. It was a bike desk. 
Mm-hmm. I wanted to send her an animated GIF from Galaxy Quest with the pilot guy going, pedal to the metal, but I could not find one. Oh, poor pedal to the metal Galaxy Quest reference. She would have no clue. <laughs> and then I thought, I don't even know if she's seen that movie. But If she's married to me, she'd have no clue about that. Come on. You know better than that. I barely remember that movie. Good movie. <gasps> it's a good movie. Galaxy Quest should get a pinball machine. A no movie. one ever talks about that. I and mean, it's probably because with Alan Rickman being deceased, we would lose our best call outs. But Sigourney Weaver could do the call. See there, I've tied it back to Alien. Orby once called me. Uh, remember when he identified everybody in the Harry Potter universe and, and pinball media and I was. I do not remember this. Are you sure it happened? Yes, I was Professor Snape. Yeah, because uh, you brew evil. I was actually good with that. Potions. I was good with that because Snape's a good guy. Everybody thinks he's a bad guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> what good is being good if everyone thinks you're bad? Uh, it's about justice. It's about integrity. Justice or revenge. Yeah. It's about- That's a line from Clash of the Titans, the 82 version. Oh, I was going to say, I've, not, I've uh, barely seen the newer version. So Chicago this last week, I picked up some pins, a little South Park. You like South Park? No, actually, I don't. Not oh. the pin. Allergic to fun again, okay. Uh, it's so easy, is the thing. That shot, that center shot, like the toilet yeah. shot or whatnot. It's yeah. just super. I played it at TPF, and I was just, maybe they had it set up too easy. But no, it's, it a, was, it's a simple I actually shooter. just had to walk away from it. Ouch. I mean, I, I, I let it drain so not to you know cheat the ne- confuse the next person or cheat them oh, over or whatever. Oh, of but, course. But I was just like, this is just, I'm just, I'm making the shot. I can't drain to save my life, so. I mean, the humor was okay. It was just, yeah, just the game. layout was way too basic. What about Tommy? I picked up a Tommy. Daddy's Tommy, Tommy. Uh, very good. I actually, I have enjoyed, I've only played it a few times, but I, I have enjoyed it. In fact, I think you could have a strong argument that Tommy might be Daddy's best game. I've heard a lot of people argue that, actually. Uh, assuming no chat H code updates. So you had to go with, with base Data East software. Mm. Tommy may be the best. I do have the chat ROM as well. Haven't installed that yet. It didn't come with a topper, which was a big fucking letdown. I'm not going to lie. Hmm. It's incomplete, but nice. I heard that. Example. I mean, those toppers are, are difficult because didn't they make them all out of gold and people touched them and they felt, oh, wait. I'm, <laughs> it's a different story. Different. Sorry. I, I, I'm a blend of my stories. We'll get, we'll get to that point. Uh, so we got Tommy. That's a fun shooter. I don't know when the blinders come out. The owner said it worked, but. I don't. I have to mm. test that. Yeah, I never got the blinders to come. And again, I don't know if they didn't work or what. Yeah, but. so I don't know about that. Indy 500 picked up an Indy 500. A lot of people love that game. I uh, I'm not a huge fan of yeah, it. Yeah, it's eh, it's okay. It feels like a lot of the same shot. Yes. Yeah, that's a good uh, loop and analogy. Loop and lock. A good summary. Loop and lock. Jackpot ramp. Loop and lock. And then I picked up two games that will actually be added to my own personal collection. And, and this is big. This is big. I don't just add anything except for Ever New Stern. <laughs> is, uh, I, yeah, how's your Mando? We'll get into that. Oh, forgot about that one. It's a little gone. Uh, <laughs> I, I put into the collection. Remember, listener, they got to be minty. Minty fresh. Mm-hmm. Double mango. We know, your, we know your flex standards. Yes, these, this is flex worthy NBA fast break. Okay. Mm. Historically a parts machine, but okay. This one, if you were, if you use this as a parts machine, it'd be like going to the Marco shelves. Oh, no one uses them anymore. As a part. I think like I, th- I like new. NBA fast break just fine. I mean, it's no it's hoops, okay. but it's okay. I need to see if they made a single topper. I know they made a double topper banner, but I'm going to need a topper for that one. And the other one was another George Gomez. His first design, a minty fresh Corvette. I like Corvette a lot more than I do uh, 
Indy 500. Oh, yeah, same with car Yes, yeah, I do no, as well. I, I like Corvette more than fast break too, but I, I like too. Corvette quite a bit. Corvette is sneaky greatness. It's really mm. good. It's a lot of fun. A lot of mechs in there. So yeah, those two George Gomez pieces are going into my Bally Williams Minty okay. collection. Well, I think the Corvette should at least. Okay, that's fair. So yeah, I get that. What else did I? Oh yeah, I went to on the Triple Drain Pinball Podcast with Travis Murray, Joel Engelberth, and Tom Graff. They used to. You, call don't it, you mean on, on the Triple Drain off the on the podcast? Off the, yeah, off the records drain. I don't know what it's called. I think it's Triple Drain now. Uh, a far inferior title name, but that's what they're going with. And they get a logo and everything, so there's no going back now, I suppose. Mm, yeah, talk, because logos can never change. Talk about listener numbers, though. Woo! Hot little podcast there, wasn't it? Whoa, I think it crossed the 200 mark in, in the first day. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't pull the analytics because I don't care. Listener, he's, he's uh, yeah, big numbers. They're huge. And for all <laughs> of you, huge. And for all of you out there, happy belated Father's Day. Papa. <laughs> did, did you uh <laughs> what? i'm sorry i don't know why i found that funny i feel like mandalorian is the father's day pin it's his papa even though he's older I, than mando <laughs> i always i like mandalorian like i like the show but whenever he's like what you know he's he's having to emote so much because we can't see his face but i always just imagine when he doesn't have the helmet on he just looks like the guy who's always trying to find where he parked the car in the parking lot because <laughs> he's moving the head around like every which way his, and i'm like he doesn't remember where he like parked that. i think it's That's, just naturally like that <laughs> just like for mando oh he he can launch a bunch of little mini stinger missiles from his wrist, but That's right. never remember where the Honda is. What button sets the alarm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's my crest? So happy Father's Day to all of those out there. I will say before we get to the correspondence, something came across my mind the other day, very late at night when all my best ideas come up. Uh, do you feel like Father's Day kind of gets, gets ragged a little bit compared to Mother's Day? Oh, it's definitely a less important holiday. Oh, so you're saying you're taking the stance that it is rather than it gets. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, mm. The thing is, for mm. I view Father's Day and Mother's Day seem like they were Hallmark created holidays, fake oh. holidays designed to sell cards. You're that uh, guy. Okay. Yeah, I am. That's, but, that's what TPN like, is gr- to selling up, machines. We, didn't, we never did stuff for <laughs> like, we never went out for a lunch or anything on father's day we would for mother's day but we didn't bother on father's day no one cared i love that tpn is now the hallmark of pinball (laughs) we had a couple more podcasts and we're going to be like the hallmark channel we just need the one podcast that only does christmas themed uh pinball discussion oh that'd be great i love those yeah father's day gets gets shitting on it's like mother's day comes around right Uh, the whole Mm -hmm. world stops Everybody, everybody celebrates honors, like honor is big in Mother's Day, but then Father's Day comes along. I don't know if it is because it precedes it, but Father's Day comes along and people are like, yay, dad, like we, we love you. Here's something from the grill. Like it's still celebrated, but there's like this underlying tone, like, like this fucking guy. Like, kind of like really? a yeah, we know you. Uh, you spent all day at work and never saw us. Sort of yeah. Do, so do we we he, don't really recognize you. Sort of thing. Like he's he's an ancillary piece to this whole puzzle. Like it almost feels like we're wasting our time uh, spending it on dad because what what does dad really do? 
I don't know. It just hit me hard. Maybe that's just a projection, but. Do you need a world's best dad coffee mug? Would that make you feel better? I feel like my family's going through the motions here. Yeah, they probably are. It's time for TPN Industry News. Hello and welcome to the Pinball Show's Stern News Update. I'm Craig Bobby. Well, the dog days of summer are officially here as the pinball world goes on wait-and-see mode once again for news of upcoming Stern titles. On the rumor front, I'm hearing rumblings of a Rush-themed music pin helmed by none other than TMNT's lead designer, John Borg, which will be music to the ears of Rush's legion of fans worldwide. Rumor has it that a Rush game could be squeezed into Stern's extremely full production schedule right around Christmas after Keith Elwin's rumored Godzilla title comes out earlier in the fall. And for those patiently awaiting for their new Mandalorian machine, good news! This past week Stern posted a video on their social media channels officially telling the world and anxious buyers that full production had finally commenced after very minor delays. Yes. Many location owners who had ordered the pin were posting their happy news this week of them receiving this far out title, while many others were reporting their new purchase was en route. This is the way. And speaking of the way, new Mandalorian code, V.96, fixing some very minor issues with the foundry and reduced how many times you hear super skill shot per game. And if you didn't check it out already, be sure to check out Carl D'Angelo's, i.e. Pinball's, annual Pin Clash event that aired this past Saturday as some of the world's top players, including Raymond Davidson, Travis Murray, and the one and only, our TPS shit correspondent extraordinaire, Dr. John Cawson, as they battled Thanos and his minions and each other on Stern's Avengers Infinity Quest for ultimate pinball supremacy. Spoiler alert, a belated congratulations to Zach McCarthy as he walked away with a surprising upset victory over some of the world's best players, taking home the Pin Clash Grand Champion title. Zach currently ranks a respectable 143rd on the IFPA rankings of the world's top players. Well, that's all for this week for the Pinball Show. I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side. Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. Well, I've been covering Guns N' Roses toppers for weeks, and what has been made clear to me is that there are some extravagant ways to spend your money putting something on top of your Guns N' Roses machine. But I've heard from someone in the know that Jersey Jack's own version of a Guns N' Roses topper is about to be released. It's a plastic lit from underneath with a marquee from a concert venue. It says, Guns N' Roses, not in this lifetime, tonight only, sold out. Above the marquee sits a modified Guns N' Roses logo with the guns replaced by flippers and the Jersey Jack pinball logo in the background. But what I think is most interesting about this topper is the price. This topper will be selling for $199. This will be a much more affordable option for those who want to dress up their Guns N' Roses machine without paying several hundred dollars to do it. I think this will be a welcome surprise for those who have been experiencing topper sticker shock for the past few years. For the Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rudberg. Well, Zach, it's always great to hear from two correspondents. They're good, though. Eh, Ken's good. Craig Bobby is excellente. 
Except when he goes out into the woods during Stern's biggest reveal time period. You know what else was excellent, eh? Transition mm-hmm. right over that. The Great North. Subtle, subtle as a chainsaw. Exactly. Good job. Like a chainsaw they use out in the Great North. Legendary pinball artist John Yowsey. Mm. Do you go Yousey or Yowsey? I go Yowsey. I say, I say Yowsey. I thought that was how it was said. You say the Wait. Yowsey? I say... He was interviewed on the Pinball Show interviews last week with... Uh, uh, that was good. Matt yes, is... Matt uh, I got to say, I've become more and more impressed as he's done more of these. He's an interviewer of choice for me. I really I, like the way he sets up and uh, and executes his interviews. I think the thing that... Shot, and I think you could tell with, uh, with John in particular, but Matt does his research. So mm-hmm. he'll drop things in. And John was like, how did you know this? Wait, and Matt's like, oh. eh, you know, I did my research. Mm-hmm. That's what winners do. Comes prepared. It's a good interview. Good interview. And he balances all the sound issues that all these guys always have. Yeah. I wish I was a pinball in the pinball design field so that I could also do interviews via a can with string. What is that? It's like you guys d- develop the most <laughs> complex toys. I just imagine they all live out like in the sticks. They, yeah. like, they, they stay away from all technology. And they wear flannel. And there's, yeah, flannel. And their walls are decorated with every uh, model that Remington made. And <laughs> there's, a, there's a boar's head on the wall at some they all point. play guitar, and they mm. all do motocross. Aco- acoustic guitar. At least acoustic, but some I mean, they might have an electric. Cigarettes hanging out of their mouths, yeah. Under the bearskin rug, there might be an electric. Mm, furry chests. John Yowsey was interviewed, and he was talking about, uh, Matt brought up, some of, how do you pick art? Why does... Basically, he was saying, on Willy Wonka, why does Gene Wilder only have one expression everywhere? <laughs> That's something that my co-host from EGP, Tony, always brought up. <laughs> so he technically has two. But why, why only one? And uh, Mr. Yassi brought up a, a good point. He was talking about, it's not as simple as just choosing what part of the film you can reproduce as art. He said, you, you have to have a reference inventory number for reproducing any of these art images. Uh, he said, you know, properties such as Willy Wonka are, are a good example of that. So even like these these still reference pieces have to be approved, and sometimes they only approve like one likeness. There's your Gene Wilder. So it's not always the up to the artist uh, what they get to reproduce. Yeah, and he also, I remember noting that in the case of Willy Wonka in particular, there were a lot of quality issues, mm-hmm. and they were expected to to use the assets. Like they were, he couldn't redraw them in a stylized fashion. Correct. Yeah. So I, I've not heard an artist talk uh, in detail to that length about that, but it it was enlightening. It, it helped me better understand why we have Gene Wilder with that smirk on his face. Mm-hmm. Now, what about what about trapping the holes? Oh, you got to trap those holes, Dennis. Mm-hmm. You ever get your holes trapped? I always lay traps around my holes. Well, look, good sportsmen and huntmen, hunters. Is it huntsmen? Huntsmen. What's the difference between a huntsman and a hunter? Maybe there's no difference. I don't know. I'm not aware of a difference. I don't know if there is or isn't. Mm. A good huntsman always traps his holes. Maybe one uses a crossbow. <laughs> Matt Morrison brought up in a very sneaky manner. <laughs> brought mm, up He's a- tricksy, precious. Yeah, he was. About how how can I ask Yossi about possible playfield clear coat issues? So he talked about uh, so uh, when you're doing artwork, do they is there like a guide? Do they have you kind of stay away from posts? And uh, you know you're not hiding any of the artwork around the posts, or how does that happen? And 
<laughs> he talks about trapping the holes regarding those posts. So he did uh he did discuss it, but it almost felt like Yossi was yeah, out in the wilderness and he was like, I, I don't know, I just create the art and I send it in. Yeah, I it seemed like he wasn't really sure <laughs> what they did around the posts. Yeah. He's like, I don't know of any of this stuff. We now outside of JJP, they also talked about all of just the classic John Yousey art pieces throughout the years, Whirlwind. I mean, you got Funhouse. You have he's done a little bit of everything, and they were talking about Funhouse. I found this very interesting. I don't know. They discussed it. I don't know how it would be implemented, but there was originally listener a clock. Think Twilight Zone, but a clock in Funhouse. But he made it sound like there was a a clock in the like the play field, or was it just a an external clock? But anyway, they said that was scrapped. The idea of that clock, because we know there's a there a time motif in Funhouse, but it was later replaced with inserts in the center of the playfield, where you see the inserts uh, telling the time or uh, being a clock. And then there was a working physical clock, then used later on in Twilight Zone. Yeah, well, working's relative because that clock's usually broken. That's a but, good uh, point. That's a good point. Uh, I want to think I had heard about the clock before. Have you? Maybe. This is yeah, the first I thought. Time maybe, I've heard and about I couldn't this. remember where though. I think it was a Pat Lawler interview. Mm, okay. Yeah, I thought uh, that kind of does make more sense in Funhouse than it would Twilight Zone. So, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I'm assuming. Did did Yasi say they dropped that because a bomb was the main issue? Oh, I don't remember. I can't recall if that was the or time. Is either time or bomb? Look at the time. There's a bomb. Because ah. hmm. well, you know the the you know the story goes that after Adam's family, Lawler was basically given carte blanche on Twilight Zone to do what he wanted. So kitchen sink, yeah. That's why it feels like a big old clunker. Oh, really? Yeah. I big old clunker? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a super pen, so it's big. <laughs> and it's old. It's, and uh, you don't have any shots on the left side, so it clunks. You try and do it. I'll agree with you there. So you guys have to go back, listen to the Pinball Show interviews with John Yousey. Really, really good piece. I love the, I love the early days. These designers and coders and artists... I think sometimes they forget how interesting that behind-the-scenes stuff is to us enthusiasts. So it was nice to hear. If that was nice to hear, Jersey Jack released something this past week that was nice to see. And that was the GNR topper accessory. Oh, you love toppers. The official licensed Guns N' Roses topper for your standard or your LE models. Ooh, did, you get to take a, did you get a chance to see it? Yes, I did. What were your thoughts? Pretty basic. Pretty basic, yeah. I, I mean, if thematically it fit, it fits. It looks fine. Good looking, yeah. But uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem to have any integration. No integration, just a static No, there's GI. no goat mode. No goat mode, white GI. It's Elvira a, doesn't pop out at you. I, shouldn't scream, no. It's just a, it looks like the logo over. Axel's thumb doesn't spin around. <laughs> it uh, And there's a marquee that says like, Guns N' Roses, not in this lifetime, sold out. Doesn't look like a tribble. It doesn't look like a tribble, but it will save some dollars because it was only $199. Yeah. Uh, I was going to, I don't know if that's, I don't know what that means anymore. Anymore, um, that okay. means that is cheap. I was going to say, it seems like compared to other official toppers, that's pretty inexpensive. But then again, Spooky gives their toppers away for free. So it's all relative. Why did we not just jump for joy when uh, Pirates of the Caribbean had a free topper for their LA? Nobody even talked about it. Because no one bought Pirates. <gasps> Do you, don't you remember that? Don't you remember the part where they only sold a thousand of them and dropped it? 
still more than Rick and Morty. True, but Rick and Morty had a more boutique run targeted <laughs> and sold out in, what, two hours? Spookypologist. A spookologist. A spookologist. No, that was yeah, the first a- game. Ask me my opinion on Rob Zombie sometime. You'll, you'll see how apologetic I go. There's an objective take on that game, so I don't need to. I know what your answer is. <laughs> $199 plus tax and shipping. They're mm-hmm. selling very well. I can say that. People that don't typically buy toppers were like, well, shit, finally. Okay. I can get down with $199. I just think it's odd because, I mean, Jersey Jack is kind of like the company that felt like they were all in on we're the expensive company. So I guess that's what makes it surprising to me. Or, yeah, we're the complex. Like, look at the. Well, just like the whole. Well, the whole brand has always been about the. For homeowners has always been my luxury. Read. Yeah, well, you know, we're bringing it back to the old days, not the stripped down crap. Residential. There's no like special slash mode added. No, nothing. One ninety nine. If you want it, boom. I think that they'll probably. I don't think you're going to see a big, huge follow up run after run after run on these toppers. You say that like about all the toppers, though. It, I only report the facts here, and that's typically what they do. That's why you see the secondary market. Stern's been going back and making toppers again. We'll see what that does to the market, but yeah, they have been. Go to your favorite uh, favorite dealer or just go to flipping up pinball. Or you can always do what I always say and wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Is that your new thing? Yeah, I think it will Hashtag, be. Wait, wait, wait. Stern pinball's in the news. Is it? Yeah, Mandos are on location now. Wow, All I guess we're going to see America. some streams. I guess and the world. Yeah, streams uh, at a channel, Twitch channel near you. We should start mm. seeing the LEs roll out maybe as early as this week. Oh, okay. Whoa. Good. Thank God, because I gave away my showroom pro for Joel <gasps> Engelbert to stream. Hence my earlier reference. It's now all come full circle. Mm. You're a smart man, Dennis. Yeah, you have all the sterns, except the ones you give away. That's a pretty quick rollout of the LEs. Really quick on the premium at the end of June, beginning of July. It's a new, it's a, it's a new, new rollout tactic here. Yep. I don't, I don't know the order. reasoning, but we'll see. We'll see how this they fares may be, with the community. Maybe doing some experimenting, seeing what makes the most sense now in the new market. Their experimenting always hurts me because everybody <laughs> that bought a pro for their home is like, we hate you, Zach. Why do we have to wait? Now we have to buy a GNR topper. Yeah, I hate it too for I him. should have waited, wait, waited, like Dennis said. Hashtag, wait, wait, wait. That We do need a call out. Wait, wait, wait. Mandalorian shooter rod art blades and armor that many of you have ordered is slated for August production. So give it a couple months. We should start seeing some of that stuff roll out. Ooh, speaking yeah, of- or order your Windex so you can put all that stuff on. This is my Windex spray. Yeah, that's a pretty good impression of the spray nozzle. I like the Windex smell, but my wife- Oh, the ammonia? Well, no, she sometimes buys the one with, um, is it vinegar? What's the natural? I don't know. I think it's like a vinegar or something, Windex. Eh. Hmm. Okay, I think I've seen it, but I always just buy the ammonia-based. Kind of turns my nose. Speaking of toppers, I was wanting to give a, an update. Uh, they did roll out another run. Speaking of, Dennis, you were talking about uh, reruns. A TMNT topper. Another, mm. another Toidles. Run. The one with the logo above the logo. Yep. That is easily detachable with That is nuts. true. It's very easily detachable. Yeah, and we we haven't started advertising, but we still have a handful of those. So at flippingoutpinball.com. Mm. Oh, and speaking of toppers yet again, I have a funny little story. We had a customer uh, that had purchased an Avengers topper. And I'm supposed to be the topper king, 
nearly demoted this week, Dennis. I had a brain fart. I did something that uh, should not have been overlooked, but it was totally my fault and hilarious. So he gets this Avengers topper, hooks it up. He's like, oh man, this topper's badass. Thanks so much. But uh, I think mine's defective. I was like, oh no, is it uh, broken plastic? Like what's going on? No, no, it looks good. But and a lot of times the metal bases will bend in shipping. Sometimes you got to bend them. No, no, it's just one of the lights on there. I think it, it needs a replacement LED board. Um, you know, surface mounted LED boards because uh, one of the gyms is just constantly staying on. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not good. Send me a video. So he sends me a video of it. I'm like, shit, yeah, it's going through a track. It's going through everything, but that damn light is staying on. Almost like it's like um, shorted or getting too much power. You know, when uh, like an LED shits out on you and it like just stays lit when it's not supposed to. Yeah, that's yeah I've it, seen that before. Yeah, that's what it felt like. I was like, oh, okay, just a quick little... Uh, node board there like a little replacement thing boom we'll, we'll get it out there can you solder okay if not we'll get you somebody to solder. so i was like reformat sd card maybe just maybe Nah, it didn't fix it Shit. okay and then stern was like you know what uh, send it to us we'll do some testing on it we'll take a look at it and in the meantime i was like customer because flipping out so damn great you want me to send you a brand new one just while you wait because that's who i am he's like no, no i'm patient so he gets it back from Stern. Pinball Stern says, hey, uh, engineers looked it over, tested it, and said it's fine. And he was like, oh, okay, well, let me hook it up again. He's like, no, guys, there's still fucking light that's staying on. Like, what the hell? I was like, damn, man, I don't know. I'm going to send you a brand new one. Just send me the old one, and I'll deal with Stern on it. Uh, you have a working topper, so I sent it to him. And then he works at a barcade, listener. And Dennis, he, he was at the barcade talking to a barfly. It might not have been a bar fly, but it's better for the story if it was an old drunk. And the the old drunk fixed his topper <laughs> problem. Not Stern, not the distributor. The old drunk drinking bush light. You know what it was? No. The topper king is an idiot. My dumbass forgot that very much like the Jurassic Park topper, collecting letters on Jurassic Park or jewels are progressive. So when you, uh, when you obtain a gem, it stays lit. And after you light all of the gems progressively, like Jurassic Park, you get an extra mode or multi-ball or whatever it is. It was fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It was just, it progressively kept that gem. <sighs> Such an idiot. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. No, none taken. Listener, was anybody as we were listening thinking, no, it's progressive. It's a, it's a progressive topper. 25 to $30 out of my pocket to ship a brand new one when it wasn't needed. And a waste of his time. And a waste of the engineer's time. Absolutely. I ended up calling said barcade and asked for Hank, uh, the fat alcoholic that was sitting at the bar that fixed it and seeing if he wants to work out at flipping out pinball as a tech. Hey. I don't know. I can't do Barney. I've played a lot of Mandalorian. Mm, edit. I've played some Mandalorian, and then I gave it away. I've put probably... What, what were your Mando takes, 25, 25 games on this thing. For uh, Really quick, it's fast and flowy. The sound and speech will be a highlight that you are not expecting. I'm loving this game so far. The horseshoe loop that everybody's kind of worried about because it looks random and it hits that side wire 
or that uh, metal guide, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Little yeah, there's lots of worry. There's been lots of worry about that exit. There is randomness there, but, <gasps> it, but it works. Mm. The randomness actually works. And I know competitive players are like, everything must be calculated. They're like Ash the Android, but no, it kind of works. I like it. That was one of actually one of my favorite shots in the game, if not my favorite. And it shouldn't be, but it's a fun shot. Plus, it's always attached to this time time-based stuff so you got to be fast like a hurry up Mm, i liked it the assets and video clips and animation are top notch probably one of stern's best didn't see that one coming the dwight shows of course are phenomenal already we're at 0.96 i believe grogu quite smaller in person than i was imagining the child uh is not as domineering back there i thought he would be Maybe it's because I'm looking at that animatronic one that I have that's larger and probably not. Yeah, you you expect it to do the the wavy hand thing. Yep, yep, but uh, doesn't do that. And the animatronic one, I'm trying to mod so that it works in there, triggered by that magnet on the premium LE. <sighs> Size wise, it's gonna have to. Eh, it's gonna take a little work. And the wrong arm goes up. Damn it! Upper playfield is not a give me either. I thought that was mm. gonna be pretty easy and boring, and like you're trapped up and you're like, oh shit, I don't want a lower playfield. No, wasn't it gimme? That's what Joel was saying on his stream. We'll talk about. He was like, "Oh damn, that surprised me that I don't mind being up there. That there's a lot of levels up there, and it's not easy at all. Uh, there is already an absolute ton to do in this code, listener. Ton, breath, Mister Breath, Dwight Sullivan. Moments. Yeah, you gotta have those tasks. You gotta have those moments. There's not. There is. It is not a linear rule set at all this might be one of his most strategically coded games this thing is all about strategy and getting your gear maximizing your gear when you're supposed to stacking different things but for people like me that dwight's words go when he talks i got three basic clusters i've got modes upper playfield, and multi-ball and if you do well you get to wizard modes Perfect. Will it will it teach me the difference between strategy and tactics? What? Huh? That one went over. That's my a head. reference you're yeah. not going to nope. get. Went over my head. It's probably not like a fucking Deep Space it's Nine okay. reference or something. You're such a Klingon. <laughs> Impossible play mode is fun. I thought that was just going to be a shit mode, but no, that's actually even more challenging. The game's kind of challenging. Yeah, and the only problem with Impossible play mode is they've named it, so that sounds like it's a, one of them veggie burgers. That's the name of one of those new all plant-based meat things. Oh, I typically stay away from anything disgusting that doesn't have red meat in it. So I understand. I just figured you might have seen a commercial or something. I mean, what's next? People putting mustard on their hot dog instead of ketchup? Come on, people. Can you fake a burger? Let's not fake burgers. It's like people trying to fake bacon. Stop. Maybe for Father's Day, did you go out on the grill and grill some plant veggie burgers? Oh, God. I would weep. I wonder how they sizzle. I would weep. Um, we're talking in the future because we're recording Sunday. So I ate, I think I ate uh, a nice baked ham at my request with baked beans. Baked and, ham. Uh, oh, I love a baked ham. Wow. Mm. Like baked <laughs> Christmas ham? dinner for Father's Day. How fun. Oh, absolutely. Is that the only time you can eat ham? It's baked ham. Really? No, you can do what you want. I don't care. You can do what you want. For the listener out there, don't buy the prepackaged, pre-sliced you're doing yourself a disservice. You got to get yourself a honey-baked ham. You can get it spiral cut from them, no, but it uh, has to be baked fresh. No, I, I feel like whenever you pre-slice when you pre it 
and then you go to bake it, dries out. No, no, it's they. It's baked oh, and they, they slice it. And you it, just yeah. pick it up, and you can throw it back in the oven to warm it a little bit if it's not still sure. warm. But it's yeah. not. No, they don't. Yeah, don't cut. Yeah, you. It's like pressing a burger when you're cooking it. You might cook it faster, but you're going to squeeze all yeah, the fat the out, and that's out. where all the flavor is. Yeah, exactly. You'll, yeah. you'll make it taste bad, and speed's not worth it. You only flip a steak once. Come on. People. I mean, how long does it take to cook a thick burger anyway? Not very long. Not very so. long. It's people, supposed to be a come on, guys. Don't don't Shit. don't smash them. Don't smash the burgers. <sighs> People don't get it, man. They just don't get it. <sighs> they don't understand. I speak to them as if they were a child, and they don't. You speak understand. to me like a. Do you like baked beans? Not really. I mean, I can eat them, but I don't really. I'm not a bean person. I'm not a big bean guy, but a baked bean. I really like a baked bean, and I do the I, I, chips. Regular original chips, you dip them. Use oh, the like bean glaze. as a dip. Yes, perfect. Okay. Well, okay. yeah, I could see that working. Sure. Love it. Love it. Impossible play does work, and it's fun. So would you say the game is great, Zach? Game is fucking great, and I am a shill, certified. But if I set that on the shelf, this game is fucking great. It's Is fun. it so great that you took your copy and let someone else have it, so you currently don't have one? Is I knew that the LEDs is, were Zach? coming. <sighs> is that how great it was, Zach? Well, look. Speak to me of the greatness. The greatness is probably me for getting out of my own selfishness and wanting to provide for the pinball world and community. Is it better than every Keith Elwin game? Oh, is it better than every Keith Elwin game? All, all three of them. How would we say that? Well, that's your, it's just your opinion. Mm, it's like I, my opinion, man. You can't say that until, until it gets as far along as those games, I would think. You know the answer already. You just don't want to say it. Um, out of the box, I enjoyed it more than Iron Maiden, because Maiden theme killed me. Jurassic Park? Because dinosaurs will eat you, and you don't like that. The code has so much more character than anything in Jurassic Park right now. (gasps) Um, and then it just does. Jurassic Park's probably a better game at this point, but I haven't, I haven't got enough time to play on Mando yet. I'm not going to lie. And Avengers, and then and then Avengers, you didn't even remember it had progressive gems. So if we you, know what you think of that game, this game is going to be for people who don't want to give me. They don't want an Elvira shooter. They want plenty of code. They like the theme. Uh, they like fast playing games. And uh, yeah, that's what this game is going to be for people. There's modements already in this game. Jesus, people, modements already trademark, all rights reserved. Like, you have that finishing blow shot in code already. Assets Finish are unbelievable. Him. Now, I will say that I did have to, Dennis, adjust my... My game needed quite a bit of adjustment. And I didn't mm. get around to doing it yet, so Joel got stuck with a <laughs> center ramp reject. A lemon. You gave him a lemon. I was like, look, if I'm going to pry this out of my hands and give it to you to stream, and I have to watch you stream my game, then you're going to have to uh, do some adjustments. Yeah, just typical stuff. Like the feed from the left orbit, I'd like it to be a little bit cleaner. So I'd move out that wire guy or that metal guide a little bit. Uh, there is a big, anybody that has a reject on center ramp, it whips up there. And when the ball diverts it to the upper play field, it comes with such velocity that it hits that metal diverter and comes back around. Like it's just so fast. Oh, wow. Think like the feeling when you do Indiana Jones pinball adventure mode shot where you're like, son of a, I hit that. Well, Who does it. the mode shot? You just play for multi-ball in that game. It. Yeah, people that don't enjoy actual pinball. Yeah. 
God, what? How horrible would that be playing in Indiana Jones and just going for multi-ball? Oh, I don't know. I wonder how winning feels. Oh yeah, I do know. Oh God, that's that's pathetic. That sucks so bad. That is a mode-based game like no other. Spend it. No thanks. That was the elephant. Whenever the <laughs> okay, I wasn't sorry. I just thought that was just a, a, a screech of rage. The second one came across a little more elephant. Okay. But. All right, the game is great. Mine needed some adjustment. Put a little okay. pad up there uh, so it doesn't reject Joel. Shit, do some work. <laughs> Poor Joel. I will He's say, like the, the worst player on the triple drain people. He's he like is. the worst one of them. Even I showed up on that podcast and Travis was like, yeah, Joel, you're the worst out of all of us. <laughs> yes, I heard. <laughs> so mean. There's there's a lot of tension in that group. There people is. People are going to want to tune in and, and watch that dynamic play out. for somebody to fight David Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> I think David like wants a knife fight with someone. He's just begging for it. I want to see David Dennis and Robert Byers fight it out That's, that would make my day because i want to see them both slapped to be honest i, I just truly do oh man uh, so yeah speaking of joel engelberth he did uh, stream on the flipping out pinball channel and he had a guest his guest was coder dwight sullivan mm, senior programmer master of the modement yeah, master of the modement the breath taker i'm gonna go with the breath taker Make <laughs> it sound like some sort of like vampiric creature. I was <laughs> Down thinking here is here sucking your. I was soul thinking Lincoln Zelda, the breath taker. Mm. What was that? Uh, he's the everything to me. <laughs> you think, I think you're thinking of Wind Wind Waker. Wind Waker breath taker or Wind Maker. I don't know. I didn't play that one. Yeah, Wind Waker. Are you a the score chaser both? or a moment maker? Um, there, there's teams now. So, oh. Uh, well, there's no I in team. I didn't know I had to take a side. There's no we either. Uh, I usually play for score, though. Okay. Yep, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Dennis Creasel, point chaser. Zach Many, moment maker. That'll be very relevant here very soon in the future. New code update, point nine six zero for Mandalorian. Dwight Sullivan joined uh, on audio. It was cool. He was on the call. Mm. He was watching and answering questions. I cannot thank him enough for doing that. And he was he's a great asset to the industry. He's just one of my favorite people ever. One of my favorite. If you, if you want color, flair, experiences, moments, feelings in your games, get a Dwight. Go to Rio. Get a, oh, wait. Go on. Get a Dwight game. Did you know that Dwight or Sullivan has two sons that are also coders and have helped with his games, including Mandalorian? Uh, I think I knew at least one of his sons was a programmer. One of his but sons, I didn't know they helped. I didn't know they helped. Yeah, one of his sons programmed the Half Shell Challenge. Oh. Yeah. And, you uh, love he, that challenge. That was a really cool challenge. So kudos to Sully Jr. Nicely done. You make it sound like he's going to land TMNT <laughs> on the river. <laughs> Save us, Sully. We've lost, we've lost a toidle. Don't worry. I'm going to take her down safe. I like my Keep Sully as safe. Tom Hanks. <laughs> that way I feel like he's kind of a castaway, too. <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> That's right. Wilson, come back and be a topper. Uh, the code name for Mando. Everybody cares about code names. I could give two shits. I don't. I don't uh, either. Let's it, skip this and not say. This one was Jenny. I love that okay. his snarkiness of Dwight. Uh, they asked what the reference is, and he said, that's not for me to talk about. <laughs> Spaces or tabs? No. Coding boners. Spaces or tabs? God, this industry can be so nerdy, and I love it. 
I don't uh, know what this means. It's a coder thing. Either you use okay. spaces in your code or you use tabs when you're coding. Oh, I think uh, okay. five spaces equals a tab or something. Okay, I see what you're. I see what you're something. saying. Something back back when I did programming, I always used spaces. Okay, well, good because Dwight said, "quote Tabs are stupid." End quote. Mm. And people that use them are losers. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Well. <clears throat> Man, you are one pathetic loser. This is why I love hot, ta- hot takes on, on the uh, flipping out stream. It's always tongue in cheek with Dwight, so please never take him literally. But this is this is his you're, Dennis Creasel level of you're humor. Such a shill. You're now worried about alienating the tab programming crowd from the show. Yeah, I don't <laughs> all want him, two of them. I don't want to get emails. Uh, we talked about uh, encounter and upper playfield. Everybody's like, oh, it's cool that there's an accuracy percentage and it's accounting for your accuracy and it tells you that's cool. It's during, if you want to figure out what uh, how that's calculated, is during the bonus round. After your first uh, encounter stage, it'll go to a bonus round. All the lights will turn purple, I believe. Then it's calculating your accuracy based on hits divided by shots. Boom. Well, I mean, how else would you come up with an accuracy percentage than taking hits divided by attempted hits asked why i don't know once numbers again once numbers i was like is bill burr in the game and yes bill burr is in the game call outs in the game boom does does he do his uh, his philly rant <laughs> no i don't think he does no okay no he doesn't do that but bill burr call outs are in the get are in the game and that pretty much seals the deal for a lot of people do you, do you like bill burr sure i actually did not really know him as a stand-up prior to mandalorian oh really so. Yeah, I went back and watched some of his routines after. Okay, he's very he, he offers some uh con content and, and subjects that are very different in the world of comedy. So he he leans a little right where a lot of comedians lean a little left and it's it's entertaining. It's very entertaining. So Bill Burr is in the game and I'm still trying to get Bill Burr a game. And believe it or not, listener, I'm uh, I'm making a little progress, but I don't know if I want to give him a game for free. <laughs> Seems like such a yeah, dumb thing. You know, because he probably has a lot of money. So in a way it was it's sort of it's sort of odd that you would want to give someone rich a, a free game. I had tickets to go see Bill Burr right before the pandemic and then he canceled because the world canceled. So mm. now if I do and get, so now you feel you owe him. No, I he still owes me. You know, Sandra Bullock never got her demolition man. Why don't you help her out? Because I'm I mean, Sandy is so nineteen nineties. Bill Burr's the train to ride now. Now, if I get Bill Burr a Mando pinball machine, Dwight Sullivan said he definitely wants to go with me. So it might be a road trip. You down, Dennis? Since you're uh, such a no. huge Bill Burr fan, only finding out who he was after Mando. Yeah, don't no. Don't you think I that don't. would be the funnest road trip ever, meet you and Dwight? Come on! Well, I I don't know why you have to come. <gasps> because you guys have to have somebody to try to make fun of. Well, you don't have to be in the car for that to happen. Yeah, but it's juicier. I can make fun of people. I don't. I can make fun of people outside of the car. I can even make fun of people that are dead. I know how to do all sorts of things. Yeah, you prefer to feel my pain though. Whenever you insult me, so you'd what? want me in person. I would think that's that's awfully harsh to say. What a mean. What a mean spirit. Sometimes statement. things are harsh. Sometimes things can be harsh and true. I'm the second nicest person in this hobby. Even Dwight was throwing shit my way. Uh, during mm-hmm. the stream kind of yeah well he did a whole segment once upon a time back on the twip podcast about why zach is wrong and he said it during the stream it was the most popular segment in the history of that show yeah. he said uh, he said i was wrong a lot and that we there was an extra ball that came up after the first mission 
And he was mm-hmm. like, he tried to imply that I set that because I'm an idiot and I suck at pinball and I changed it so that it would give me an extra ball. Well, guess what, Dwight? I didn't. I did not change that. It's He's your damn not code. listening. He's not hearing you defend yourself. The code bug. And touch that damn thing. And you know what, Dwight? The code bug. Yes, this is Zach's response. It wouldn't have happened if you'd used tabs. That's right. Maybe I am pro tab. <laughs> How about that, Dwight? Save a little time. Tab once. Zach, Zach count your spaces there. He's gonna learn. Dwight, Zach's gonna learn programming in revenge. He's gonna code his own version of Mandalorian. He's already he's already practicing on Turbo Pascal. It's just a couple months away before C plus plus is in his his whole repertoire. Absolutely. Python, here I come. Is that a programming thing? Yeah, but, okay. it is. All right, my reference was nerdy enough to make sense. Yeah. Oh gosh, just all the tab, all the tab users just you won them back over with that one. And actually, all the tab users are like, please God, no, we don't want you on our team. I wonder if Ray Day does tabbing. Ooh. Oh, there's an internal fight. I don't know. Dwight did say when somebody brought up Avengers, he's like, yeah, don't worry, because Mando's a lot better than Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I loved it. But overall, whenever you shit on me, Dwight, I, I, all I got to say is just stop being such a fucking delt. Don't be a delt. <gasps> That's a callback no one asked for. Yeah, well, it's a callback I will uh, give to you. Okay, uh, let's see. Somebody asked him, how, what's the game that you've put the most work or hours on? And he said it feels like Mandalorian at this point. That's code for it was monsters, but he doesn't want to admit it. Breathtaker. <laughs> <laughs> He alluded to the choreography. Sometimes people forgetting how much goes into the time and efforts on choreography. And Joel, pff, fucking noob, was like, oh, yeah, Dwight shows. Yeah, Dwight shows. Everybody using my terms now. Uh, the light shows. And he was like, no, like, no. Sure, lighting. But choreographing, display, sound, speech, lighting, shaker motor integration, just all of this all at once, hundreds of times within one title. He said, people just underestimate that. They overlook that a lot. And, hmm. and it was enlightening. I was like, oh, that is true. I didn't know people thought that was fast. I mean, I've never actually, I guess I've not, I can't recall hearing anyone speculate that that part was was swift or easy. Or, But then I've read others who have been working on their own own things, trying to integrate that sort of stuff. And they've mentioned things like choreo, you know, doing the mm-hmm. choreography is really challenging and very very time consuming. That's kind of what pulls why, you in. Why are you why are you so mad about people using quote unquote your term? You know you carpet bomb these terms on the pinball community like they were Dresden. No, I love that they're using them. I don't get the reference. I know you do. But I That's love why that I'm bringing it them. up so that you acknowledge that you want them to take these statements. Mm. Nothing makes you more pleased than to feel like that you have become the pulse of this hobby. And look, it's not that they have no choice but to use them. That's what happens when genius emerges. When you weave gold. People have no choice but to use them. So I'm not mad. I'm not mad okay. at you. Well, I, I think there might be a choice. I'd lean more on the idea of setting setting terms and definitions is in itself power. Breathtaking. So, so that's, the, well, I mean, so it's like if you do like the moment, you know, branding this concept moment maker, as a moment, baby. making moments, you know, that, that sort of sets the parameters of it. And that's why it gets adopted and used because it was sort of the first to, to conceptualize and, and put a word to what that was. I, I'll i use a, a, you know, I rarely do that, but I'll, I'll use an example okay. from, from my past with pinball. Uh, remember, I had someone once on Pinside 
who was not, they didn't say it this way, but the impression I got in some of the replies to me was they were very upset at how I defined a middle pop, middle pop bumper games. Okay. And the, and the short answer is because I went and wrote an article and defined it, I get to define it. Yeah. And there was nothing prior. Yeah. And so if they had really cared, they should have done it first. Mm -hmm. So I guess my version wins. That's just how it works. That works. No, I mean, because it seems people like need. a lot of work to make something work, but I guess that's a legit way to make it work. Sure. Well, I mean, it's just sort of, it's just sort of a lot of things, especially in a small hobby. I think I like there the shortcut of version. That, yeah, that aren't aren't conceptualized, or we don't have terms for everything in this. It just sort of happens. You know, yeah. well, you know, there are things like Italian bottom and stuff. But if you wanted to to define another type of layout aside from fan layout, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's there waiting for you, waiting for someone to describe what. Something I think with we a whole did bunch with Avengers, wasn't that fan-ish? <sighs> I was thinking a little more <laughs> creative and bold than that, like breathtaking, radically, like radically different, <gasps> like radical. What's radical? Oh my gosh! If I if I didn't have fear of you hanging up the phone, I would now have a new rendition dedicated to Dwight, <sighs> titled "He Doesn't Want Your Songs." Take my breath away. <laughs> Take my breath. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right, sir. It's a good one, though. That's a good no, one. No, it's not. It's not. Take my breath away. All right. So, what else we got here? Uh, oh Dwight God. was wrong about me setting up extra balls. Blah 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 blah. I think that's about it. He talked about pop tarts, and he said objectively there are only two uh, acceptable flavors of pop tarts. Why are we talking about pop tarts on this podcast? I found it. Uh, I found it quite. Uh, who quite was the comedian who was all about the pop tarts? Paula Poundstone. What she was is the that with the pop tarts? Oh Do you hate them? Do you toast them? No, he said cherry and brown sugar. Eat no. them cold. Strawberry and chocolate are the <gasps> two. Dennis is wrong too. You both nope. are wrong. You both no. are partially right. No. There are no. two correct Pop Tart flavors. I agree with that. It's not fucking blueberry. I can tell you that much. Those are always the ones in the miscellaneous boxes my wife gets that are always left. <laughs> the blueberry. <laughs> Who buys the mixed boxes? You always she get a flavor does. you don't want. She always gets, I know, I hate it. <sighs> she gets them. But there are two. And it's not brown sugar and it's certainly not chocolate. It is cherry. Nice job, Dwight. And Dennis, nice job. It is strawberry. Cherry and strawberry are the correct answers. You don't have to toast them either. Nope, nope, nope. True, you don't. You don't have to toast them. I prefer them non-toasted, to be honest. Oh, what kind of Pop-Tart is Chicago gaming baking? That is the sound of them popping. The next rumored game is Cactus Canyon Remake. And from what I'm hearing around the water cooler, gugglunk. Air in the in the tank. Mm. I'm, I like how we are making sounds, and then we have to. We know we have to define them. <laughs> You're gonna see this game. Honestly, don't know, but I'm hearing end of July, beginning of August, end of July. But I heard December and January and February, and so regardless of whoever it comes from, we'll see it when we see it because there's no consistency here. That's my sound of skepticism. Uh, no, I did hear something really interesting. This was this was behind the water cooler where all the spiders and all the mm. all the hairy little uh, dust mites. Shelob lives back there, waiting for hobbits to come get a drink. I know that reference. I know you too. One of my favorite parts. I'll keep it safe. This one I'm not going to keep safe. I did hear this, and I it's too good. 
It's too good just to keep confidential. <laughs> so remember, Dennis, those Medieval Madness remake royals that came out? There's like this new run. They were like, we're running it mm-hmm. again. Last, what was it, last expo that was not last year, but the year before. Uh, and they had these accessories. Oh, you could buy the topper accessory for your remake medieval even if it's the original le or standard you can have the topper you can have the rgb kit you can have the xl display with the with the color coordinated speaker lights the big old display love that but they said it is not compatible with the attack from mars classic or the monster bash classic so everybody was like okay i better go se then because i want that big display Mm -hmm. so did you know listener you're going to run out and go buy this display now. Owners and operators of the Monster Bash Classic and the Attack from Mars Classic, technically, the XL display accessory kit can work for your game. <gasps> but they but they said it couldn't. Yeah. Well, they also said Lies. that they also said that the RGB lighting on the XL display couldn't be tapped into the MMR, but everybody found that out in like 5 minutes. So, yeah, it can happen. I think there's like a, a plug that you do something else with that's similar. I, it can happen. So It's like we want to force people to, to, uh, to upsell to the, the, to SEs, the higher yeah. model, but we don't want to do a lot of work. Yeah. So there you go. You've heard it. If you've got one of those classics, mm-hmm. you're not out. I wonder if we can do that with the RGB kits. For Attack from Mars, yeah, Monster Bash came with a yeah, RGB yeah. The on that. thing with Attack from Mars is since the inserts are, are color coded as the original, oh, it might not look. But the good. GI, the GI, True. Is good point. Where GI. it's at, yeah, mm. GI Joe. Oh, that's a that's a GI Joe reference. Yeah, it's a theme everybody wants in pinball, but I don't think would sell that well. Boom, sorry. Ouch. Yeah, sorry. It'd sell better than Back to the Future. It certainly would not. It would. And you know, ask Dwight. Because, He'll because tell we've you. never had a G.I. Joe game, and we've had Back to Future. It's one of his dream themes, damn it, and Harry Potter. Come on, Dwight, make it happen. You're not my front runner, man. I need your code and everything. May, Dwight, make Magic the Gathering happen as a pinball machine. Shoot me in the head. Ugh. No, it'll be fun. I want to build a black deck. I'm going to use rats and bats. Rats and bats for days. The, the only thing I know rats and bats is BSD. See? It's a tieback. Is it really? That's why, why part of the idea would work. And yes, the Black Magic the Gathering cards, there were bats and rats. So it, it all ties in. <laughs> and there's probably a, a card called the Mist or something. We can have Mist Multiball. It'll all be, see, it'll, it'll win over the 90s fans, and it'll win over the collectible card game fans. Uh, sadly, Dwight Sullivan's an uber nerd. He probably likes that shit, too. Oh, and you should see some of the art that they have on the cards. Ugh. Get some real artists involved. I was going back and I'm like, I think Jeremy Packer, just looking at his line work, I, everybody's like, oh, you can just throw art, artists or diamond. I don't think so. No, that cost a lot more than a dime. I really think Jeremy Packer is exceptional and we're probably lucky to have him in pinball. And I'm not shilling as a friend, Jeremy Packer, because I, I don't think Jeremy Packer likes me or if he does, he's a weird way of showing it. So no, it's not, it's nothing there. He might be an asshole. I don't know. No, his his work. Wow, is that amazing. got dark. Yeah, his work is amazing. He's a he's a he's an interesting fella. He's an interesting fella. I watch his behavior, and now it got creepy. IFPA resumes sanctioned events August first, I think. I believe for the Whopper Awards. Yeah. Hot damn! 
Or you can go to Australia and do the, what do they do, the Big Mackies or something? Yeah, they have something else. Something weird. And out of this, new standings in competitive pinball were released. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Number Number one one pinball pinball player, the world world emerging. He has a new nickname now. I don't know if anybody's called him this, but this is quite genius and one that, like many nicknames, the recipient won't like. (laughs) Eric Stone, congratulations. Number one pinball player in the world. Poor Raymond Davidson. He had a good run, didn't he? I guess. It's been weird seeing these numbers just get up. Like, I don't even watch it. But numbers don't lie. We only report the facts here. Number one is now Florida Man. Let's get ready to rumble! (laughs) Yeah, that'll go over great. Because listen, because he's he's in Florida. He's from he's in Florida originally from from Massachusetts. Big old Tom Brady fan, which is questionable. But uh, Florida, where are you go, Florida man? <laughs> That's a good one. Get the t-shirts ready. Printing press. Pin Clash Two. The sequel happened. Did you watch any of that? Nope. <laughs> You've been busy at work though. I watched it. Part of it. Some of it. <laughs> watched some of it. I didn't watch the final, though. i got to go back and check that out. The final match came down to Zach McCarthy versus Luke Nahorniak. Young kids. Z-Mac for the win. Pin Clash 2. Hashtag spoiler alert. Yep. Nicely done, Z-Mac. So, nicely done, Carl D'Angelo and the IE Pinball Group for setting up the beauty that, uh, that was the production of Pin Clash. The gold standard. Speaking of gold. <gasps> I love gold. You know that reference because you still like yes, I do. stupid And comedies. now I'm thinking this should have been an Austin Powers topper. Oh, that would be great. Elite Pinball Toppers originally came out with the Hobbit topper. Sold out. <gasps> Secondary market, like in the thousands now. Stupid. Uh, they released their next topper. The, what they're calling, IJ Topper. <laughs> For licensing purposes, it's not the mm. Indian Jones Toppers. The IJ Topper. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Did you see this? A lot of people talking about this. You, you said, I did. You said there wasn't. I did. I was, I was really confused at first because I actually watched a video of it, but, um, you know, it's the arc, which is really cool. Oh God, I don't know why go. anyone would open with yeah. short round talking, yeah. but. I knew I was going to get a hard time for that. Mm. Uh, Straight Down the Middle did a video reveal of the new IJ Topper by Elite Pinball Toppers, and it was a well, well done video, I thought. But as, as I was editing it, listener, I put the short round piece, You Cheat Dr. Jones, into the intro mon- montage. And it, this is correct. The, the toppers themed around the arc, which is a different film in the series. And I swear to you, when I was editing it, listener, I thought of Dennis's ass saying, you know, that's uh, inconsistent because... Your opening is different than the product you're pitching. It really is inconsistent. makes no sense. I thought of it, but it played so well, I was like, maybe I'll squeeze it by him. Nope. Got a, got a message from him saying, why? Just why, Zach? Anybody else catch that? No. And you know why? No one watched the video. 
I'm guessing. I'm just not. We, we had 200 listeners that video. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the the topper got a lot of lot of discussion because it's twenty two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Not not the cheapest topper out there. Dollars, and it's made of gold. No, this cheap 14 karat bullshit. Yeah, this was a weird choice. Gold. This is a weird choice. Hand gilded by an expert goldsmith. Weird choice. Fog machine. A custom crate that it comes in. 130 plus LEDs. This thing is a gander to look at. Is that a phrase? Is it gander? Um, I don't know if you're using it right, but sure. As a Bruceism, sorry. So yeah, they sold out immediately. $2,200 ain't shit to 25 people. Not not in this hobby. I got a I got a prototype. How about that? Yeah. So they had three models of this topper. And they had the Elite model, twenty two hundred dollars. They had the deluxe model, I think like thirteen or something like that. And the standard model, which is like eight hundred and fifty unlimited run. I think the majority of deluxes have sold out as well. This guy's making a living selling toppers. Mm-hmm. And it's not you. This that's the irony of it all. Maybe he, maybe Elite Pinball is the topper king. Might have my fingers in it, Dennis. Just a little bit. Yeah, but I... Fingers on the design. Uh, okay. I know what the people want. They want my fingers. Papa! <laughs> hey, Dwight Sullivan, if I am wrong, then nobody wants to be right. You may be the breath taker. You may be able to take my breath away with your moment making but you'll never be able to take my pinball market trends when delivering that dentist you have to have just the right percentage of rasp in there. i don't know it seems like you're screaming it more and more and it's getting longer and longer the controlled and i and i worry have a little, have a little grit. If you're doing your market trend screaming at the dinner table to your wife and it has no grit, go sit at the kitty table, bitch. Training up this week is Stern Pinballs, The Mandalorian. Boom. Such a low-hanging fruit there, Zach. Fuck off, I know. But only reports facts. Ask pinball people what they want right now. What are they talking? What are they watching? What are they listening to? It's Mando, baby. It's Mando. Even Dennis Creasel wants one, and he wants nothing that creates joy and happiness. He wants your children to have no Christmas presents. That is a misinterpretation. You're the mean one. I wonder, would you go as the Grinch? Uh, if, if, if you had like a, a children's thing and somebody wanted you to dress up as the Grinch, would you do it? Probably not. I think you could do a good job. Also trending up this week, uh, Monster Bash Remake and Attack from Mars Classics. You can get that XL display and figure it out. Make it work. Man, I'm going to get in trouble for talking about that. Also trending up this week is Dwight Sullivan. You're my baby, Dwight. I love you. You don't like me very much. You make fun of me. But I seem to create relationships in my life that are just that. Toxic. See uh, co-host Dennis Creasel. See the preferred Greg Bone. See all of the quote-unquote toxic relationships I have with all these assholes out in the pinball community and media. I'm done. My Facebook page is down. <laughs> Turning down this week is my likability. <laughs> I 
thought I'd get a laugh out of that. Turning down is uh, we've, we've been seeing a lot of GNR LEs and Led Zeppelin LEs. These, uh, these, these band pins flooding the marketplace. Have you seen that, Dennis? No, because I'm not in the market for them. Oh, that's so I right. I've been looking. I only look at the market when I'm looking to buy. Or if I'm doing some sort of analysis, which I don't bother with on this show. No, you don't have to because I've got it all, baby. You just have to sit co-pilot on this one. I'll take you to the promised land. I hope we crash. <laughs> to the topper mountain. They're flooding the marketplace. And this is a weird trending down because I'm not, I'm not pulling the trigger on a, on a downtrend of the price. Hmm. I think it will happen because they are. But if you do look at the sales prices and the comps, they, they have still been holding. They've been holding. But I can only assume that with them all in the marketplace, they can only hold so long. She's going to blow. So if you got a Led Zeppelin LE or GNR LE, you may see the, the value of your pin be stunted a bit, a bit, but rest assured it's not dropping, dropping yet. Now, interestingly enough, we should be seeing the collectability, the hobby of buying and collecting trading pinball machines. We should see that start to go down a little bit. As I've said on other podcasts or, or other episodes here, listener, we have seen uh, across the different hobbies I've observed, uh, across the different hobbies of collectibles, whether it's trading cards or, or whether it's cards in general, whether it's whatever, we have seen we have seen it come down from uh, January, December of last year. So. I would anticipate this to be the case here as well for pinball. It's ha- it has a delayed uh, a delayed onset because I haven't seen it yet, but I can only assume that it is coming. Somebody called me crazy for saying that the other day, but no, it is coming. It is coming a little bit. It's not going to floor's not dropping out, but it'll come back down a little bit more to reality. Maybe not back to that baseline that we seen uh, two years ago, but it'll come down a little bit. Also trending down this week is phony ass pinball dealer websites. I don't know whether to trend them down for creating these websites where every pin new is like $3,000 off and they're just scamming you or trending down the people that continually ask on Facebook, is this a legit site? If you've got to ask, the answer's fucking no. What? Well, what is so hard to understand here, people? If you want to know if uh, somebody sells a game, go to the manufacturer's website and they've got a list of dealers. It's super simple. If it's too good to be true, Dennis... Well, the proper response would be, it probably is. Yeah. In this case, it is. Probably. I thought you were going to say people were going to message you on Facebook and ask for $3,000 off yeah. the pen. Can you price match Amazon? No. I want I want a Prime Day lightning deal. That's right. Well, I, look, I've had you several. You used to see lightning deals. Uh, but There were lightning deals for Metallica Premium back in the day. Speed of shipping-wise, I've had a couple people say, dude, you were quicker than Amazon. And I say, look, uh, flipping out equals flipping fast. What can I say? <laughs> if you're asking yourself why Batman 66 is brand new in the box for $4,500, it's because it's a scam. God, if I see another thread, is this a good Is this a good place to buy from? Are they legit? No. Deals of the week this week, we've got a dialed-in collector's edition. Buy, buy, buy! Believe it or not, I think it's a good deal. Outside of uh, Beckett Ridge, Ohio on Pennside, Brady to Gronk. Home use only dialed in CE, 10.9. For the price of the JJP collectors right now, I, I think it's a buy. I think you buy that. Uh, I'd offer them 10.250 cash money. 
on the glass. I know what I got. And uh, pick that up. It's got a little ding in the powder coat. That can be fixed. Bye, bye, bye! Uh, I think it's a bye, bye, bye. Also, another deal of the week outside of Silverthorn, Colorado. Pen Cider Tiggs with three Z's. Tiggs. Silver. Silverthorn. I want to, that's a badass city name. Silverthorn. We've got an X-Men LE. That has probably, it's, it's routed. But for the price, it's got a topper. It's the Magneto edition. So the, the most beautiful edition. And it looks to be in pretty good shape. Even being uh, on location. 59.50 oboe with a color DMD and topper. Shit. In this market? I bet they take 53 cash on the glass. I know what I've got. Have you ever heard somebody say that? Um, yeah, but not regarding the person with the cash. Don't lowball me. I know what I got. Yeah, don't lowball. Don't lowball me. Just makes me. people mad, and then they gripe got. about it on forums. Let me run it by my wife. That's another one you get a lot. Mm. <laughs> let, me, I, let me run it by my wife. Oh, okay. Wish I was closer. Damn. Wish I was closer. It's called FedEx! <laughs> Wish I was closer. <laughs> I was you're a liar just no I was I was just like if you I don't then I don't care why even post right I don't care I don't care I know I'm not in this about your wishes I don't your dreams mean nothing to me hello darkness my old friend oh I felt that one oh man wow it's what happens when you cough up blood ladies and gentlemen that's what that feels like Wishes mean nothing to me. Whew. I'm terrified now, but I will proceed cautiously into deals of the... Man, that was dark shit. <coughs> deals of the Black Soul this week is outside of Minneapolis, Minnesota. I know you don't want me to do this, but I've got to bro bra, Bro bra, Bro bra. I wonder if he's going with Cobra, but bro bra. <laughs> I'm as cool and I'm as cool as dangerous as like a cobra, but I'm totally cool. <laughs> so I'm like a bro bra. Maybe it's like the uh, it's like a it's a GI Joe kind of reference. Like oh, bro bra, bro bra bromander. That's right. That's right. Somebody with a lisp. <laughs> it's like my son, <laughs> bro bra. What's that again? Huh? You have to you have to say it clear. I can't understand oh. you. Bro bra bromander. Bro, 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 man. Like Cobra Commander. You know, yeah, Cobra Commander I, I was the villain in G.I. Joe. Yeah. So, bro, 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 mander. Bro, bro, bry. Yeah, you could do this <laughs> bro, all day. Bro, bry. <laughs> Breep the brig. <laughs> bro, brosy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what would bro, bro, bry be all about? Bro, brosy. Like, hanging oh, does not God. exist in this dungeon, <laughs> does it? No, bro. <laughs> no. Bro. Being chill does not exist in this dojo, oh does it? Gosh. No, bro. No, bro. <laughs> no, bro. No, bro. Oh, I'm sorry, bro, bro. Now, bro, bro is, I believe, bro, bro does some streams and stuff. Good dude, but man, you really, you really are asking and stretching for this listing of a home use only single owner monster bash. OG, some OG Kush here uh, for all you weed heads out there. You know what I'm talking about. 12, 5? 12,500 oboe for a, a, a monster, an old monster bash? Sell, sell, sell. Nearly perfect cabinet. Bro, bruh, guess what? 
even if it was a perfect brand new cabinet, I wouldn't want it for twelve five. About as nice of an original that can be found anywhere. All these, all these uh, specifiers, nearly uh, about like. Well, he's hedging because he almost. doesn't want to. He doesn't want a false promise and say that it's the best, and then if someone could prove that it's not, he'd be accused of false advertising. Right now, he's accused of highballing me, and I know what you got. It's not worth twelve five. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want uh, one of these Monster Bash OGs like this in beautiful condition, they play different. Oh, bullshit. <gasps> oh, that's going to be controversial. I mean, I mean it's, can, you, can you compare them? Can you really compare them? I, 25-year-old I machine to a I new machine. I don't like Monster Bash, so I'm, I don't I, either. I'm not going to weigh in on I this. Don't I don't, I've never really enjoyed that game. Showing show total plays of 169. <laughs> I feel like it's like a car salesman, like an odometer. Look, even if it's brand new, it's not worth twelve five. Buy you an LE for like nine. This machine, to me, listener, is worth eight k tops. And I know what I've got because I only report the facts here on Pinball Market Trends. Yeah. All right, Dennis. That's it. That's the show. Lock up. Oh, good. Oof. Finally. The email is the pinball network at gmail.com. Reach out. We're a friendly little bunch. Dennis, not so much. He, he responds better to his EGP website and uh, an email address. What's that, Dennis? That's over Eclectic Gamers Podcast at gmail.com. I did like the last discussion you and Tony had. You guys are doing good. Love it. Love it. One of these days, I'm going to be like, nope, that show was shit. But no, you've been. Mm hmm. I've been really enjoying a lot of, a lot of video game talk this time. But Well, E3 yeah, was starting. And we'll probably have a lot on the next one, too, because E3 wrapped up. Yeah, E2.5. I called that E2.5 because that was clever. E3 had barely started. I thought it was clever. Just the tip. I liked it. And there are even fewer presenters because it's, it was still all virtual. What's, what's going to take away the show? Well, uh, it's probably a split between people that thought Nintendo had the most interesting presentation, which a lot of times they kind of win because they have the best IPs in the business because mm -hmm. they're the most developed. Or Microsoft and Bethesda's combined presentation because oh, they actually had some new stuff. And that's pretty much it. And the big loser was probably Square Enix. Oh, Maybe. I don't know. I thought Gearbox did a pretty terrible presentation. But. Okay. It wasn't about the the Metroid Prime platform? Well, you see, that's, that's Nintendo. That's part of Nintendo. Okay, it was part so. of that, though? Yeah. I saw yeah, the preview so, of that, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. The thing with Nintendo is people were expecting a new model Switch to be announced, and they did not. So. Mm, but they still took it away, huh? Well, I mean, again, people wanted to hear about Metroid. People wanted to hear about the new Splatoon game. It's just there's always some there's always something new coming from one of their stables that they've got because they've just got so much IP. I see. Okay, so you heard it there, and if you want to hear more about that, go on to the Eclectic Gamers podcast. You were on the Gaming on Ten a couple weeks back. Oh, like over a month ago, I think. Yeah. See, I didn't. Uh, yeah. You didn't care, though. Yeah. I'd say for those guys over there, well, uh, seasoned veterans seem like nice guys, right? I need to have Dawn on the show, maybe. Think you'd do the show? Um, Maybe. He doesn't know who you are. Hello, darkness, my old friend. He claims he doesn't know who I've I am. Come to talk mm. with you it's okay. I'll show him how to host a pinball podcast for real. <gasps> Boom. I think the mic just dropped, and if you guys want to hear more of that, subscribe and follow. The pinball network and the pinball show now, i did be sure to hit that bell yeah ding. yeah ding my dong there baby
update, the apparel collection is coming out. We're, we're looking at a summer release still for the apparel collection I'm putting together. They're going to be some of your hit favorites from uh, <laughs> for the pinball show. Uh, Derelict. Dare, that's right. <laughs> Derelict my balls. I want people to buy just the trash bags that say the <laughs> pinball show with a hole cut out for their head like oh, ponchos. That would be great. Derelict. Derelict. So that's still coming out, and uh, <laughs> I'm procuring that right now with a an artist. So hang tight for that. See, you think I could get a shirt where the two of us are breakdance fighting? <laughs> I think Cause can put that together for uh, us this week. I'm weaving gold here, Zach. Yeah. I'm weaving gold. I like I'm giving it. You, I'm giving you greats. Oh, they're, uh. they're so expensive, though. Each idea to get into art. <laughs> well, damn. Well. Well, good art requires sacrifice, look, and I'm look, more than willing to sacrifice your pocketbook to the cause. I will. Uh, <clears throat> I am going to to let you guys in behind the scenes really quick because this is great. Uh, we're working with. Did I, have I announced the artist we're working with? I don't believe so. I don't think so. Really, really good artist, in my opinion, sorely untapped thus far, and he's worked in pinball and done some stuff in pinball, but he could do so much because he is damn, damn good. But working with him, uh, and it's not like he's expensive. But he's not cheap. Like he's being fair because he listens to the show and he really likes probably Dennis. Uh, but he told me the other day because I'm making a collection. He was like, Zach, um, so you're you're spending a, a lot of money on this. Uh, do you really think you're going to sell enough shirts to to cover the <laughs> cost a, of all? That's this? a good point. That was something uh, that we brought up on EGP when we were looking mm-hmm. at doing shirts and you know factoring in the artist cost. And it's like, uh, well, how much are we going to have to eat out of this? Because we didn't think we'd sell enough. But yeah, and you know what my answer was? We'd do it. No, I have no idea what your answer was. <sighs> well, as a uh, certified pin ambassador, my answer was, look, X, do it, or we're calling name. Alex Ross. That's right. <laughs> I said, look, uh, I know it's not going to, but I care so much about pinball and sharing it and documenting some of my workings in pinball that if it comes down to money, okay, as long as I can cherish, because I'm going to, we're going to do prints of these as well, like uh, Geisley, Geisley prints or the nice prints. And yeah, it's like a, a visual documentation of my work in pinball and the work with my friends. So yeah, it's not going to make money, but Damn it, it's important to me, and I think a lot of you are going to love it. So, um, If we had the breakdance fighting shirt, it would outsell the entire collection. You haven't seen this. Gauntlet Throne. You haven't seen them yet. Gauntlet Throne. I cannot wait to show you. Cannot wait. So good. So good. And it's going to be helping out our platform and other platforms as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, also, another little side note here: an individual reached out to me. He was a fan of the show, uh, video series, Straight in the Mill, as well as the Pinball Show podcast and everything at TPN. And uh, he said that his child uh, is undergoing chemotherapy, and he would love to be able to gain access to a Medieval Manus remake um, for their family, and specifically his child going through this. So, um, I told him I would. I would speak on this on the podcast. So if anybody has a reasonably priced MMR, um, I can get you in contact with this individual to help out a lot. So, uh, so thank you so much for consideration of that. All right. Flipping out pinball sponsor plug here. Website editions product showcase. This week is, that's right, Stranger things pro. That reminded of me. Of course of those are still in stock. Come. No, they're not. They are not in stock. <gasps> they're not in stock, but but Deadpool shooter rods are. But your bro bra here, your bro bra is getting some uh, 
bro bro pry. Your bro bro is getting some Stranger Things pros. Chill the leg, dude. Chill the <laughs> leg. Chill the <laughs> leg. That's better than breep the brig. Okay. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Uh, we're, I, like, we're like smurfing the whole. I know, like how the Smurfs yeah, always that's talked. Right. In, that's right. Yeah, with bro. Now that is a theme I can get behind. Mm, yeah, I think yeah, Smurfs. A Gargamel Ellie edition. Absolutely. He was always kind of my favorite for some reason. Mm. All right, Stranger Things pros. I'm getting my hands on a couple more. Bye bye bye. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me why. You can ask me when. And I'll say probably around August. Got my hands. Got my grubby little hands on some more. So. Let's lock those in now before they're gone. I don't think they're going to renew that license, people. Just saying. Just saying. Jurassic Park Pro, still a couple in stock. Everything else, we don't have a lot of inventory right now. You guys have you guys have bled me dry on my inventory. Avengers Pros and Premiums. So we have some July spots open up for their production run. Turtles Pro, July spots are open up. Iron Maiden, both Pro and Premium. couple more. I, man, I ordered a shitload of those. And still only a couple left of the July runs. Hot Wheels, August. We got some spots open there. Guns and Roses LE. I believe those are arriving. Who the fuck knows when? Uh, Jurassic Park Pro Arcade. I do have one left in stock. One. You heard Dennis talk about the Deadpool shooter rod. Those are back in stock at Flipping Out Pinball. Uh, still have some TMNT toppers. Once I put them on that website, they'll be gone. So if you're listening to this and want one, get them now and don't pay 1500 from some weird pin cider. Bye, bye, bye. MMR topper and display. Getting low. Escalera turnaround time still about eight weeks. Golden T 2021s are coming. Yada, yada, yada. You want it? We, I was going to say we got it, but we don't. We can get it. TPN last couple weeks, free play. Had an episode, uh, episode three, free play pinball podcast. We had a triple drain episode two featuring me. Go listen to it. It's good stuff. And the numbers are huge. Are they bigger than when they'll have Keith L went on? Um, That's a loser kid reference. And I, yeah, I think uh, if numbers don't lie, then the answer would be no. Sorry, Keith. Just another P3 shilling episode. Whew. Got through that one. Ugh. Hey, you asked the hard questions. Yeah, made me puke up a little bit. Still a good episode. Uh, appreciate the guest uh, for coming on there. That was that was cool. The pinball show interviews, John Yassi, we alluded to. Final round pinball podcast. Big Pecker joined the show. That's the title of the show is Pecker. Episode 36 with Roy and Say and uh, Silverball Chronicles. I didn't know Finally. Barry Orsler saves pinball. Mm-hmm. Popeye for the win. TPN this week, not sure what's going on. It's a mystery. All right, for Dennis Creasel, I'm your papa, Zach Minnie. Always remember to keep your eye on elite pinball toppers because the rumor is already turning that the next one is Bugs Bunny's birthday ball <laughs> and it's going to be made elite model 24 actual carrots. Like real carrots. Real carrots. <laughs> Probably cleared to keep them from, you know, rotten. <laughs> That's right. They're going to rot. <laughs> well, no. Come on. They're, they're going to take steps. Don't touch them. them. Your oil will make come them Come on. People want 24-carat elite toppers. Oh so Bugs gosh. Bunny is the obvious choice. And always practice safe pinball. And fuck it. I don't care, Dennis. Take my breath away. Oh, my God. See you guys later. <laughs> Come on!